Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks for tuning in the show. Our guest today is comedian Clark Jones. Dave Brzezinski, still here. Victor Vernado, also present. Yes, we're going to do this. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Varnado, and this is... Dave Rosinski, the co-host. Yay! Hey. Dave Rosinski, the sidekick. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, our guest today is Clark Jones. Thank you for coming to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Let me tell you, welcome, how, the show, let me tell you how the show works really quick. Uh, okay. The show is very simple. I'll ask you six unseemly questions, and you can answer the question or deflect the question. If I like your answer or deflection, I will ring a bell like this. Okay. At the end of the show, no matter how many bells you get, I will decide whether or not this show is worth giving you five dollars, so you can win five real dollars mm. during the show. It should be one dollar per question, but that's just that would be six dollars. Well, you know what? If you'd like to restructure the show, maybe you can go back in time and make it so yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt. He's already challenging you on time traveling. <laughs> I'm challenging on payout, so it's fair. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, let me introduce the people who are in the room hanging out. Uh, we have Misho Shakur. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Uh, we have Mo Vita. Hello. Anthony Kapfer. Hello. Leslie Ware. Hey. And Tuke Edelo. Hey. Tuke, Tuke. Tuke. Already. Are, are, you, are you feeling the bourbon, Tuke? And Evan Williams I mean, in the room. Evan on the guest Evan spot. Evan Williams is her boyfriend. He's not faithful. All right, you guys. <laughs> He's dealt with a lot of people. About our relationship. You tr- that's true. Clark, uh, it is time for your very first question. First break. Here it is. Uh, what is your most vivid nightmare? Yo, I, I do that. I had that nightmare where I can't wake up, where I'm like, uh, what's it when you can't move your limbs? Sleeping? No, 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 no. Like, you want to move. Sleep paralysis? Pa- I have sleep paralysis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have this weird, like... Uh, this occurring like I, I have sleep paralysis and, and it's a dream and a nightmare at the same time where I have a superpower to kill people mm-hmm. um, and just eradicate racism through violence and it's a nightmare because I can't actually do it so, so you like, have the superpower which you are aware of that's yeah. your that's your most vivid nightmare that's I have it at least three or four times a week a lot of people have sleep paralysis and they imagine themselves being attacked by demons there's a whole movie uh, documentary about that did you know that no I never saw that I yeah. feel like really in my scary. dream or nightmare I'm the demon because I, I get to I just have I just I've, I have something similar where you want to run and you just can't. You, you ever experience that? Where you want to run and you can't yeah, run like you're and you're stuck. moving slow motion? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Similar, right? That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me just restate this in a way that makes you sound crazy. Uh, <laughs> your that night- is your gift. Your nightmare, your nightmare is that you can't murder people with your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your nightmare, that you I cannot mean, murder people with your mind. That's one way to put it. <laughs> If you're going to take that route. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I just, I can just get away with it and I can shapeshift and I can do all types of, mm-hmm. like all the, all the 
villain stuff. You have all these powers, but they're inert because you can't move. I know I could do it if I could just move my hands. Yeah, I'm legs. just going to give a bell I, because you know what? I liked the journey. <laughs> and I liked your summary of his answer, Victor. That yeah. Was very much so on point. Whoa, whoa. Stop the presses, Dave. <laughs> do I got to share, share this five bucks? <laughs> his no, 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 no. You just, you're probably not going to win it anyway. That's fine. Uh, now, so for people who don't know you out there, uh, Clark, uh, you are a comedian. Uh, you tour with a lot of great people. Can you tell us about what you do? <laughs> that's a that's a 10% this. You're a comedian and you work with people who are more talented than you. Let's talk about that a little bit more. That's like when people bring, hosts bring me up and they're like, oh, man, this dude works with so-and-so. And so and I'm like, hey, I'm funny, too. Yeah, you're definitely funny. But, I mean, that happens with everybody. That True. You, that, it ain't just me. I mean, for me, like, I... I, I get that all the time. I mean, because I made a special which helped introduce the world to Hannibal Buress and Eric Andre, and now they're way more famous than I am. And, and Marina Franklin. And uh-huh. Marina Franklin. Well, it didn't, it was, I, she was more established at the time. Mm. She was more established okay. than both of them at the time. Uh, and, and that was back when Hannibal used to open for me. I remember yeah. those and that days. is not yeah. happening anymore. Can we get a round of applause for Vic Vinato? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I used to be, yeah. Yeah, I used to be somebody. <laughs> hey, everybody. You still that dude. You got me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this dude works with Big Bernardo. He's great. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you run one of the best shows in New York City. Thank you. Yeah. It comes to the Native Factor every Sunday for however long we do that. It's mm-hmm. been a long running. Hannibal Randall for five years. We're four years and... Um, me, Will, Miles, and Kenny DeForest, and uh, it's a good time. Yeah, it's it is time, a good time. Man. I've been to that show quite a bit. It's, uh, it's a very good time. So I think we should move on to your second question. Let's Are you get ready it. for this? Okay, Let's second question it. coming right up. If I, this is me, okay? Bip, if bip. I would do anything you asked, what would you ask me to do? I would, I would ask you to... I don't know. I don't know what. I would ask you to be nicer to people. Uh-huh. I, I would do the same. You're uh, mean online. You are very <laughs> but a very like as a host of a podcast, you are the most nicest man I've ever met. <laughs> but any other field, you really you be, you got you got you got anger issues. Do you think I'm mean online? I think you're terse. You're I'm terse online. Give yeah. me an example because this is actually something that I didn't know. You there's a I don't even know if I could talk about the group. But like you just, I, I I could I could recognize other people with anger issues, uh-huh. and you have a fuse. Like someone yeah. someone will write something, and then Victor will respond, "Shut up! No one likes you." Just like well, just, you can say that we're in a secret group on Facebook, and what happens in that secret group on Facebook? <laughs> and we just talk about black shit. Yeah, and like you, uh, I, for for both for your health, for my health, we both need to uh, conquer our rage. What what if I said that was mean recently? You don't have to name recent. anybody's names or anything like that. Nothing you recent. You mm-hmm. called out a comic for canceling on you in a series of posts. It wasn't even that mean, but I could just, I know, I feel like you're working better. Where I, you in the past was very, like, and I don't know why. I respect your career. I think what, you're in the past great. I was angry? Yeah, man. You got mad at me. I forgot what it was about. What happened? I was late. <laughs> And <laughs> like you have a white man's upsetness, but the rage of a black dude. So it's like double. Like you, you like white people get mad, but they don't say shit, like passive aggressive. I say stuff. I but say stuff. Exactly. I'm angry. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. I do, I do, you have the same I, rage, but you're more direct. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So it's like the worst of both worlds. You know what I mean? 
So wait, so I, I see. Look at you right now. Yeah, why, are you mad? why are you mad? I'm, I'm confused mad, actually bro? because I don't understand how that translates into not being nice to people. Because you, I mean, it depends. Down the mic. No, no, I gotta get close to this. I own this I, mic. It's what you say to people. I brought this mic from home. Okay, go for it. No, like I, I feel like uh, these are in the. Uh, I don't hold on to anything, but mm-hmm. in before, and I think you're better now. Mm-hmm. Just from an energy, because I read energies. Okay. I just want you to stay um, in a in a good place, man. Because I've seen you get upset before or rageful. Do you think he's on steroids? Because I do. Not by looking at him. He got the steroids hoodie, but the muscles are raging. He's always road raging. This guy. <laughs> he he got the ghost gym. I am. I uh, I uh, get off the steroids, Victor. We've oh, talked. Girl, I'm sorry to bring it up on the podcast. It's flexi. I will totally get off steroids. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember any of these occasions when you said I was raging on people. And that's good. Yeah, I because you, you then you black out, and we have to exp- tell you what happened. Because if you don't the part, tell me when that you're raging, you don't see it. Everybody else, and I know it because yeah. I can relate to it. How can I avoid it in the future if you don't tell stop me? Stop doing drugs. Hey, stop doing the um the the shit that make you grow muscles. Uh, just like you know, stop wearing hats like that. Yeah, stop, um, stop, stop wearing those tough guy hats. Yeah, stop, stop wearing. Mm, I'll bust, right? I'll bust your ass glasses. Yeah, uh, you definitely have those. I'll well, bust your ass okay, glasses. now true, I have been in a few physical fights. Of what course I, you have. What are yes. you doing, fights, Victor? I have Scratch. been in a few physical fights. I mean, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, kids would tease me relentlessly. People would tease me relentlessly. Why? Because yeah, I'm well, an albino with a lazy eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And as you know... Stop making up shit, man. And as, as you know, kids are relentless. Yeah. And that led me, that led me instead of hiding to join the wrestling team and to take Taekwondo. See, yeah. we knew it now. The truth's exactly. coming out. And also, it, it develops your comedy personality, exa- right? Isn't that, isn't that why you got into comedy? So you could f*** people up mentally? That you can, that's what kind of triggers well, of course. it. Of course. I mean, I, I think that's where a lot of comics come from. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot yes, of comics come from, like, also. they're just trying to figure out a way to express themselves and just just strike out against the world, and it's with words that they There's finally so decide pain. upon. There's pain underneath There's a pain it. underneath a lot of There's comedy. Pain There's a pain underneath a lot of people. But it's mm. always good to find a good place, though. Is comedy a good place? Are we are we <laughs> are we treating ourselves well <laughs> by doing this? I actually have a I actually have a good answer for that. Okay. Um, I I think that comedy can be a good place, but I found out that I don't like the atmosphere with most comedians. I don't like I don't like trying to be part of a pecking order. I don't mm. like I don't like people just trying to put each other down all the time. So I actually. I actually stopped trying to pursue touring and I stopped trying I stopped trying to do a lot of things because I don't like the environment in the anger in the environment. So yeah. when you say when you say that I used to rage a lot, like I don't I don't know in situations where I was raging, but if I was in the environment a lot, that might have been a a side effect of it because that's not something I like. I like to be nice to people and in fact I I like to be nice to people, but I'm also like direct because I don't like to let people I don't like to let people mess with me because, you know, my whole life people have messed with me. And so Absolutely. at some point you get to the point where you're like, okay, people are not going to mess with me anymore. Hey, I'm sorry if I hurt you. Uh, this is a revealing question. I'm going to give you a, I'm gonna give you a bell. That's a lot of honesty. You're getting deep here. Even, even right. if it was on me. Although I am surprised that if I could do anything, you could ask me to do anything and I would do it, that's the thing you would ask. Because you, you actually said that I was nicer now. So 
you would ask nothing of me. I, I, would, I just want you to. I just want you to live your best life, man. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I'm mean, but I'm nice as well. I just uh, want you to be more mature. You. All right, we're on to question number three. Are you ready but for I question s- number three? I am. Question number three. Do you ever feel out of place in the black community? I do. Um, I feel out of place in the community, not mm-hmm. so much the black community. What's like, the difference? As a comic, a lot of people don't understand the difference between a black room and a room. Well, uh-huh. hood room, as it's called. Yeah. So, first of all, I forgot who said it, but... Every black audience going into a venue thinks that they're the Apollo. Every single one. Right. Just because that's what we, where it's like, if first thing I don't like, I'm booing, right? So I feel a lot of place, not internally, but people look at me and they assume a certain thing. And that's from any type of place. Like, I feel a lot of place anywhere I go because I'm usually different than whatever whatever thing that they think I'm about to be. Okay. So no matter, it could be a mixed room, whatever I have to. And that's one of the things I love about comedy is because I'm talking some of the hood rooms I started out in. I'm like, but I'm from the South side of Chicago. I could relate, you know, I'm trying to express that. So I will bomb just because I didn't, I didn't know how to tell them that I'm the same. Is, right. is our audiences different in New York than in Chicago? Um, yeah, there's a little bit more homogenous in other places outside of New York. New York, you don't know what you're going to get yeah, from York, tourists yeah, you, to natives. Right. The tourists are the ones who don't, a lot of times, understand American references or a Absolutely. lot of times speak English. If you don't do physical comedy in front of a Bulgarian audience or whatever, they're like, what? We thought this was a clown. What these? I don't know what accent this is, but like it's obviously Bulgarian. Oh, uh, the Bulgarian. We <laughs> don't know what this is. This is not uh, the comedy <laughs> that you. We did not pay for its smart quips. Wow, we've totally gone off the rails on this question. It is a proper. What was the question? Yeah, you, it's, a, it's a good deflection. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's a good deflection. But no the original knows. question was, do you feel out of place in the black community? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At times. Wow, we were times. Far, that is the most far off we've ever gone. I had no idea. But we got into it together. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like just me rambling. We all felt we all went to go there. Uh but yeah, I do feel I do feel out of time depending on what people's perception is gonna be before I even start talking. Okay. Well I mean you got the belt already, so don't need no need. <laughs> So that's two for two Overtime. on the belt. Patreon, put this on the Patreon. What did you say? Two for two on quite well. Three for three. Number. What are we up to? I we're forgot. Three for three. All right, so we're up to number three four. for three days. Sorry, that's okay. I know how counting can get you sometimes. <laughs> it's so confusing. One. What comes after three? It's time Ooh. for four. Question number four, as three. a matter of fact. Quattro. Question number four. Quattro. Why aren't you more famous? It's yeah, why, oh, bro. Man. Why, bro? Why? I was about to answer honestly. Uh. I don't know. Uh, I am not good looking enough for one. <laughs> uh, don't be so hard on yourself. I'm not. I'm not. I wish. I wish I could trade faces and be in three years in the. Com- if I was beautiful in three years in the comedy, I, my face would be everywhere. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I also. I, I also know. talk too much. Like I. I say too. Like I. I. You know. I express my opinions honestly and a lot of people don't like that you know? i think i'm gonna we're gonna keep talking but i'm gonna give you the bell already wow. because you oh, are sure. you but that's that's really something that's really like something personal that you opened up with which i think is amazing so yeah uh, give me the bells to I, start off but i do 
I mean, I, I disagree with the, some of the stuff you're saying, but <laughs> like, I, I think you're good looking enough to be famous by far. Easily. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. It's also like, okay, this is how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I was raised to, with a lot of confidence and a lot of belief uh-huh. in self that you can do this and you can do that. So that like, but my bravery or whatever I do is more out of naivete than mm-hmm. actual courage. Gotcha. Like if even moving to New York wasn't like, I'm good enough for New York now. I just didn't know why I shouldn't do that. Like, this is where all the entertainers are. I'll just go there. So it's more like, I don't know better to not try something. If you broke it down to me like, this could go wrong, this could go wrong. I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know if I should do that. But I just don't I just don't know any better than to go do something. You know what's really interesting about this is like, this question is, some of these questions in the show are actually questions that I've asked myself that I'm asking <laughs> other people. Tell. Yeah, I've, def- I've definitely asked myself this question. <laughs> why am I like, not why more am I not more? Why am I not more famous? Yeah. And it's interesting that like, a lot of people have like, a lot of the same type of thought process. Absolutely. Uh, about why someone would not be more famous or whatever. But I, I think that, I don't know, I, I guess I think I know what part of the key is to being more well known. But only because I'm trying to enact it now mm. is where I'm figuring out about it. Because when I started off, I was soaring. I was, I, I came to New York. Within two years, I was in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. My name was in the opening credits. <laughs> I was in an Eddie Murphy movie next. Uh, but oh, now, Norbit. Not Norbit, no, was, uh, uh, Pluto. The Adventures Nash. of Pluto Nash. Yeah. But then I realized very quickly that I was going to be the albino guy, weird guy, period. And that was going right. to be the breadth of my career. And I wanted to change the perception of me. So I kind of had to bail on that and try to do and, and try to be someone that people think is legitimately funny. There's also you got to cool. be famous. You also have to desire fame. That's true. That you know what I mean? At true. any really at any cost, even if however they give it to you. And a lot of people who mm-hmm. do become famous doing this, they really desire fame. Yeah. You can tell if you know them personally you know that they're all about it. If you just wanted to be famous, no matter at any cost, right? Then you you would have your own movie, right absolutely. Now. But you were just like, I don't want it like that, right? If you if you <laughs> wanted to be famous at any cost, you could probably be if you just didn't care how you got to your fame. Yeah. Like like if I continued on that trajectory, I could probably be the world's. The, the world's favorite albino creepy weird dude. Whoa. Like yeah. I could be, you know, yeah. I could be that because that's what I played in movies, and yeah. so I could be that guy. If Why I just didn't continue you want to that? do that? Why what? don't you want that? Because I want people to recognize me as so a real artist. Like I want, I wanted people to like when people talk about me nowadays. At least I feel that this is out there. People know that I am a, a good creator. That I'm a good writer. They know I'm a you good. You do performer. a lot of stuff. Yeah, like they they yeah. know all that about Branched me. Out. But if mm-hmm. I had continued on that route people wouldn't have known that about me what was the question again (laughs) here we go again the question the question question is why the question is why aren't you more famous oh that was the fourth question oh okay yeah y'all get it y'all y'all listening y'all y'all write us write the show and tell me why i'm not more famous (laughs) here's question number five uh when was the last time you saw something on the street where you felt you had to step in Ooh, um, last time I, I this is really hard for me because I really mind my own business most of the time. I totally get it, and so some, but sometimes things happen. Uh, I saw, I saw some kids 
uh, <laughs> I saw some kids like kind of bullying another kid. I hate bullying. Right. I hate it. Unless you're a bully, you're getting bullied. Like Lana Del Rey and Azalea Banks. Oh, man, that was amazing. <laughs> but um, they I, I, they were like, I was on Eastern Parkway, and uh, and I was just, you know, walking late for a show as usual. And I, I just saw two bigger kids kind of teasing a younger kid. And I stepped in and told them to stop, but I didn't know that they were all in on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was, but I just, it just, ugh, I hate bullying so much, especially right. if... Fighting back is one thing, but like, come on, man! This is, these are kids had to be like twelve, and the other kid was like eight. Because I did the research on it, I asked them how old they were, uh-huh. and uh, I was just like, you know, I just kind of stood there. I didn't say anything because I just want them to see that sometimes you just so these kids were involved in some activities and they looked like they were bullying each other, and so you you basically were the I was the eyes present. of the world looking at. Them. I was I was present. And like you know, them just seeing it, like with anybody, you see you see people who look like you. Uh, giving a f- about you, that that just that just gives you a certain courage mm-hmm. when you just see like, yo, I'm not in this by myself, you know. So I just saw this this young kid getting picked on, and uh, they was like, oh no, nah, Mister, because that's how uh, New York teens talk. Mister, no, no, it's not like that, Mister. We just playing. Nice. And I, I asked, I'm like, uh, the dude, the little, are you just playing? Yeah, yeah, I'm just playing, Mister. Okay. Then I went on about my business. Then I looked back, and they were beating the. F- out of this kid, man. I was like, damn, man. I fell for that. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. They was cool. They right. chilled. Everything was, everything was good. I think... <laughs> no, it's true. That is, like, that is what growing up in Brooklyn is like. And for a lot of my friends, you kind of have to take the bullying growing up. Uh-huh. And then in turn, everyone kind of dishes it out. It's almost like a rite of passage. Yeah, man. It's weird, but that's how kids are in public schools here. Yeah, bullying, so, bullying is still... It'll never go away because... It's almost like kids know it naturally. Like when they're four or five, they, they really bully each other when well, they're young. they and, get it from their people, their parents who got bullied. And they finally, they got somebody smaller than them. So that energy just keeps transferred. Well, I feel it's like... Possible, I feel like yeah. I feel sure. like people, human beings, start out as what would be a bully because they don't understand empathy when people start out. So they just do what they want to get what they want. Like a baby cries, a baby cries and starts fake crying really early because they know that he can get them things. And so that's what it's about. Like people start out without empathy. So of course they could evolve into bullies if they're not taught right. I can't think of one bully who like had a love and supportive in tune, uh, kid outside of like you know the bullies i know who've had in my life as an adult they've all had mental issues but just like you know you learn you learn to pick on at the at the start at the crib at home yeah you know i was gonna say that i actually had a situation once where i had i stepped in when kids actually not on the street on the subway Mm. uh it was a bunch of kids i think they were like junior high age and for some reason they were like let's dance between the cars in the subway. So they got between the subway cars and they were like so dancing bad. and jumping up and down while the subway was moving. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the car was looking, but nobody was doing anything. So I opened the door and I put on my uh, I put on my uh, adult voice and I was like, get, up, get in the car right now. And they all were like, <gasps> and they all just got in the car. And they, they, that's all they wanted all their life, man. They just want a, they just want a dad voice. That's all these kids want. That's cool, man. Just, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's really dangerous. Them. Like people get, you could die going between the cars while the. Yeah. Tri- and I mean, if you're gonna go hang out there, it's not. That was nice of you. You did okay. a good thing. Round of applause, man, because teenagers are scary. I've been accosted by a Showtime dancer for pretending like I was asleep, which I was really asleep. <laughs> oh, now that I'm asked for money, you go pretend <laughs> like you sleep. This dude on the A-Train. Be careful. Them A-Train subway dancers, I don't think they like this. You know what? It's high school kids you're in New York City. I enjoy the conversation. <laughs> I, this is five. If yeah. you get a bell on this, you'll be the first person to get six bells. Six this, bells. Oh, man. The first bells and not question. win the five dollars. Yeah, you get... Don't, don't. <laughs> you get you'll if you if you nail this last question, I got nailed you'll it. be the only person who gets six bells. Right. Here it is, the last question. Question number six: What do you need to be happy? A hammock, a cereal with ice. <laughs> what? I put ice in my cereal. You like cold milk? I like ice cold milk. That sounds good. A hammock, ice cold milk. Wait. And, you uh, put ice in your cereal? We just talked we about just, that. Yeah. He had a follow-up question. I know. Where did you blank out to? And I didn't blank out. I'm you just still <laughs> trying to believe it's you? true. Yeah, you got to put like at least three cubes in there. Keep it real ice cold. Do you? Do you have to? I do. Have you ever had warm milk? It sucks. Yeah, Has I anyone heated like up curds. the milk? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to make you sleepier too, but I don't know if that's true. Hot milk or warm milk? Yeah, no hot heated up milk. Oh, so so far you need a uh, you need a hammock and you need ice cereal, cold, ice cold ice milk, cold ice milk. cold milk with ice in it. And my and favorite movie, Raising Arizona. Oh, and that's Raising a good one. Arizona. I love that movie. That is a good one. That's what you need to be happy. I damn near know it by heart. I like Raising Arizona. I think that's a very good movie. Me too. I can't remember parts of it. No. Nick Cage. Uh, John uh, Goodman. Uh-huh. Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Yep. Well, which is it, fella? You want us to freeze or you want us to get down on the ground? That is my favorite <laughs> line for that movie. Yeah, it's great movie. All right, everybody freeze. You everybody ate what? Get down on the we ground. ate sand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a I great movie. It to everybody. And if, no, it's a great movie. If I find a girl who, oh, not just that, okay. Okay. 3A is uh, the, the, the soundtrack from Sweeney Todd, the musical. Oh, yeah. You know about that? Well, I, I take it from the movie from, from Johnny Depp and Alan. Hold on uh, a second. Rickman. I, I believe Took wants to sing something from the soundtrack to Sweeney Todd. Pretty Tom. women. Go ahead, Took. Fascinating. Stay within you. Glancing. forever, Breathing like I'm doing it. Pretty women. Okay, that's enough. Uh, now I saw the live version of Barrel Street. OBC. It's still yo Sweeney Todd is still playing on Barrel Street. If you hit us in time, Barrel Street Theater, you get fifty-eight dollars. You can get up in the uh, second tier. Hundred dollars, you get pie. I think one twenty-five, you get full dinner. And it's interactive. Okay, so I'm going to give you a chance to argue about Sweeney Todd later. Uh, <laughs> and 
ain't no argument. Go but, see that shit. But for now, but for now, we're about to judge whether or not you should get five dollars for your appearance on this show. But before we do that, where can people find you? Out on the uh, internets or wherever you'd like to tell us about. At the Clark Jones on all the social media, and my album is out. Mm. My album, first album, it's called First of All. Yep. And it's uh, it's everywhere. iTunes. Listen to the album. First of all, Clark Jones, all streaming. Cool. They can find the album on iTunes. iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon, Google Play, Black Planet, Mihente, all the good sh- Whatever you listen to. Somebody uploaded it to YouTube. Oh, really? Somebody bootleg my You better man. find that person. I'm going to go Tupac on somebody. Find, find, him, find him and get him. Yes. Get him. Choke him. All right. So Let's it's time. Him. It's time to decide whether or not you get $5. What do you think, Dave? Uh, let's see. A recap. He answered every question. Everybody uh, answers every question. To your liking, where he got the bell. Let him finish. Right. Uh, six for six, at, uh-huh. which is amazing because we really still don't understand what the real rules of the show are. And, uh-huh. uh, okay. Good point. Uh, I'm going to say points. give him the $5. I know that none of this is going to matter to you, but, you know, if you want to even ask around the room, go for it. But my vote is yes. Give him the $5. How about on the couch? What do you think, Misha? Absolutely. Misha's down for it. What do you think, Mo? I love everything y'all talked about. That was a really great interview set, whatever. Oh, nice. I say give them six. Listen to women. Give them six dollars. Listen to women. Believe women. Okay, Anthony Capper, what do you think there? I say yes. Uh, and I think for getting all the bells, there should be an additional prize. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Listen okay. to uh, yes, again, that bringing up that extra dollar again. Let's get, they they dollar. should be more. Be like That's three. Red guitar. <laughs> what, what, what are you looking to get rid of, Anthony? Yes, you know what? If uh, if I do give you the five dollars, you can also have that Beatles cup that changes. Oh, that oh changes my God! When the uh, yellow submarine. Yeah, the the yellow submarine cup. The the portholes become clear when you put hot liquid in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's if that's if he wins yeah. the five dollars. If, if, if he wins the so five that, that makes me think that his chances just went down dramatically. Yeah. You included the Beatles cup. You just name this shit that you, you know could, you're not gonna give me. Yeah, you could still say no and keep the Beatles cup. If, if, I could. I if could. you that's win, true. you could stay here rent free for a month. Now let's see if you won. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, what do you think, Leslie? Black girl man. You see that? My girlfriend threatened me. <laughs> My girlfriend threatened me if I don't give you five dollars. Unfortunately, she knows me. She knows that would that that actually lowered your chances of getting five dollars. I don't know, man. Uh, what do you think, Tuke? You know, I would have said yes, but the fact that you're like repping the Johnny Depp Sweeney Todd is just like a real That was the first one. The the live play was better. That's not how that works. Damn. Well, everybody can't be perfect. Like I said, I'll give you guys uh, time to argue about Sweeney Todd later. Uh, please. Patreon, Patreon. <laughs> and the answer is... I will say, you get $5. Wait. Yes! Way to go. Wow, that's a round of applause for Capital One, everybody. It's our first uh, six bells. Uh-huh. And five dollars. What else? Congratulations! And don't forget, you lost one of your beetle mugs. I didn't lose. I gifted it to him. I'm gladly right. giving it to him. I'm so happy. It's a great mug. That, Please that, enjoy it. Oh man, that is a good mug. Exactly. Is, yeah, this is amazing. It's a first. 
Thanks for tuning into the show. You can find us at Six Unseemly on all social media and also unseemlyquestions.com. What did you learn from the show today, Dave? Um, going online and, you know, making friends. Uh, that was almost a complete thought. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.